Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness! Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zag on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. It is Friday. The 22nd of January, 2021. Does it feel like a Friday, Rob Sacre? Oh, man. Every day feels like a Friday in my life. I like that, man. I wish that was true for me. What, I wish that was true for why? me. Why? Why do you say that? What Dude, do say that? I don't, I mean, I don't commute to work anymore. I live in San Francisco. Everything is from my bed to my desk, back to my bed. Uh, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. Jackie likes to cut loose a little bit on Friday and Saturday nights. But uh, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like I earn it when I'm not bouncing around living that city life, you know. Well, okay, I was gonna ask you this because we had a little segment about this a while back, um, and we're not gonna go into defecation too too much into this episode. But has the defecation on the streets gone down in San Francisco? You know it has. Um, I was going to say, yeah, there's just not as many people on the streets. Not as right. much, not as much pooping going on. So you don't have to worry about walking in people's feces. That's no, well, I don't, I'm not in Soma, which is, which is poop central south of market. Okay. Uh, okay. you know what? I haven't been to Soma where my office is in just about a year. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's just mountains. of poop it, on every Maybe. Corner. I don't know. I don't know. We, like, I don't want to go into it too deep, but at the same time, I remember that was a, Real issue for you, you said. <laughs> like, so. It's just it's just a bummer. When you're walking <laughs> around and it's Friday morning, say like 8.30, you got your coffee in your hand, you're thinking about what you got to do at work, you're excited, you got plans after, and then there's human feces on the ground. <laughs> you know, it just kind of takes you out of your zone. Yeah. Welcome to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, I, what, do you, what do you got planned for the weekend other than the Zag game, man? Uh, Zag game plans. Uh, I am going to, I don't have much. Yesterday was my mom's 60th birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Congrats to mom on being 60. Uh, so probably head, I'm up in Petaluma right now. So probably head back to San Francisco. It's been crazy warm here, dude. Like, really? like 70 degrees warm. Dude, it's the complete opposite. It's the coldest it's ever been up here. It's like 20. I, I think I went outside to go grab the garbage cans and it was like, 23 22 degrees like this this is makes spokane tough so that's why i can't do spokane 
the three, four months. And then February, I think, is the worst. Because February is you're so far away from the holidays that, you know, the holidays always kind of takes the sting out of out of the bad weather. But you don't, like, for all you know, it could be bad weather through March. And you're well, just drudging along, and it's miserable. And, okay, 22 degrees, sure, it could get colder, but it doesn't feel colder. The difference between 22 right. and 10, you can't tell the difference. Right. No, I, I agree with you on that. I think what kills me is, like, today, there's not a cloud in the sky. It's beautiful. So in your mind, like, oh, yeah, yeah. your mind, you're looking at it like, oh, man, it's gorgeous. I want to get outside and do – and then as soon as you go outside, you go – this shit sucks. This is cold. <laughs> I need to get my ass back inside. It's bone chilling. I don't know. For the most part, everyone who's listening to this lives in the inland Northwest. So they know, but when you can feel like the wind chill hit your bones and hit your bone marrow, it's tough to do anything. Yes. So, so brave through brother spring is just around the corner. Oh, it's just around. Dude, I can't believe we're almost in March, bro. I love this is one of the reasons why I love March Madness so much is because once the tournament's over, you're in April and yeah. it's the Masters and the weather still could be bad. But for the most part, summer is on, baby. It is summertime. Speaking summertime. of Masters, did you watch document uh, the documentary of Tiger Woods? I did. Well, I'll get into Tiger in just one second. Big episode. <laughs> I, I don't know if I feel comfortable talking about Tiger, but at the same time, we need to talk about this documentary. Big episode. Stephen Carr of Slipper Still Fits joins us. We kind of do a, a midterm report of the Zags. No game last night. Handled business against St. Mary's. It was in doubt at times. Uh, I'm going to address the big white elephant in the room. White elephant? It's not white elephant. Uh, I'm going to address the, the big, big elephant. white elephant. Yeah. No, white elephant is what you give at gifts. It's a gift deal. No, white elephant, big elephant, the elephant, the big, in the, just the, the elephant in the room. The, the elephant, elephant in, the room. in the room. We recorded Saturday nights, me, Rob, Matt Bolden, Snoop Dogg Wine, and a bunch of friends. I, I put it up for about three hours, and I took it down. Why, Rob? Buddy. Jack let the evening get away from him. Now, uh, for the most part, I, I was I wasn't gonna say anything, Jack. I wanted to just let you analyze the episode for yourself, and and I was just gonna be like, he's gonna have to listen to this before he uh, puts it out there. It, okay, so I was filled with anxiety. I knew the the afternoon got away from me, and then by the time seven o'clock rolled around, I was in. You know, peak game. You were feeling shape. good, but yeah, I feel real good. And then we have all of our guests on. And I had I, I watched it for the most part. I was like fast forwarding it, making sure we didn't say anything like really bad. And then I put it out there and I waited like three hours. I was like, I have to take this down because it is we're not a professional podcast. I mean, we are. Thank you to our sponsors. We are. But we're not. You know, we like to keep it loose. I'm real loose. So <laughs> for those of you. For those of you who are disappointed, I am sorry, but I'm going to make it up to you. I am going to go back. It's like a two and a half hour podcast. I'm going to snip together the best parts. We're going to put out like 35 minutes. Good. Good. Uh, so because it it's there's some good conversation in there, but Jack, you were, you were trashed. <laughs> I, was. <laughs> I was Rob. That's correct. I didn't want to say it to you. No, no. It's, it's and I true. just was like, and you know what? Good on you for being aware how trashed you yeah. were. Oh, dude, and I couldn't. <laughs> because putting it out there as it was, I was like, you know what? People will listen to it once and, you know, shame on me. People will laugh at me, but and then they'll move on to the next episode. And then I was like, but then that episode's just going to be there forever. And it's just going to be a record, <laughs> and then, a document. Yeah, then you, and then and then you're going to go do a job or something. Yeah, exactly. That go, was, yes. That'd be the yes. episode that they listened to. And I, again, there's nothing that I say that you could like cancel me or cancel anyone on the episode, but it's, it's like, do we want to pay this guy money to work for us? <laughs> Speaking of getting paid, betonline.ag, Rob, who you got this weekend? Ooh, Casey, but I need my man. I need my yeah. man back. Yeah, Patty Mahomes. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be upset at a little money line sprinkle 
on the Bills this weekend. Head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Zags did not play last night. That's cool. We did not lose against the spread. Not going to talk about that anymore. Okay, I will say this, Rob. Zags now 6-7-1 and one against the spread. What does that tell you? Ooh, don't, don't listen to the spread. I think we're due to start getting those spread wins. Speaking of due, you were pretty upset now that I think about it on Sunday's game or Saturday's game last week. I was. I was. Well, I had the Zags minus uh, whatever it was, and we're not going to get into it because the past is in the past. (laughs) BetOnline.ag. Head to BetOnline.ag today. Manscaped, Rog. Oh, boy. Let me tell you something, listeners. If you haven't already gotten your Manscaped tools, you're blowing it because you could be listening to this with fresh family jewels. As it is, you probably need a lot of help down there. You're, and you're probably musty. You know, you probably need some deodorant, some, some oils to spruce up the guys. Support for Believe in the Zags is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Rob, you, hey, got, a bo- you got a box. What do you, what do you I got? I was going to say, I got the draws on right now. Do you like wearing the underwear? I, ha- I, don't, I got a different box than you. I didn't get the Manscaped. I was talking to Alex, our producer. I need, I need the full deal. I think they saw my name and your name, and they were like, oh, Jack Ferris, or we could send our stuff to an NBA player. I think we're going to go with the X Dude, the underwear is, there's a lot of air. Like, you can, there's a lot of breathing room in there. Just just FYI. I like it. I'm I'm down with these draws. So, yeah, again, if you already have the lawnmower, if you already have your trimming tools, you know, set up, there's all kinds of other stuff you can get. I've talked about the mat that you can stand on, making for easy cleanup. You know how nice is that? Uh, I just I, I just do it in the shower. Just do it do in the shower, and then let the hair just go into the sink, and then you just pick it up off the. Off well, the... we didn't have to get into all that, but thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that. Weed Whacker. Weed Whacker takes care of the nose hairs. Nose hairs, bad news. Can't oh, be yeah. having those nose hairs. Get that Weed Whacker. 20% uh, 20% off and free shipping. Use the code ZAGS, Z-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code ZAGS. And again, thank you to everyone who has uh, sent proof of purchase. We're going to get you on the show at some point. I'll probably mix you in in that um, debacle of a St. Mary's uh, film watch. Take the edge <laughs> off. Anyway, Tiger. Dude. I'm. I don't know where I stand on this documentary, brother. I think I, I felt for the guy. I felt for him. I'm not one to. I I don't know where I should stand on this up this whole thing, but uh, yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah, I think people need to watch it. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I will say. You know, when it comes out, it's not shocking that a, an athlete that's bigger than his sport is having an extra marital relationship or two. Okay, that's that's gonna <laughs> that happens from time to time. What are you gonna do? And I don't mean that. Not, that you know what I mean. I'm not. Trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to sound. I'm just trying to sound like. No, a but but the what? thing was like he was uh, he was just he lost his mind, bro. He lost his mind. It would be one thing if you're just going to the club and, you know, and it, uh, you have different partners here and there. But he had like six or seven women who he had convinced that they were the one, <laughs> you know, and that's what that's kind of what bit him in the ass at the end is all these girls came forward because they were hurt. They're like oh, the things scorn woman to... boy, a scorn woman. Uh, oh, hell has no fury. <laughs> uh, I think the, the, the most poignant line was. Uh, one of his close friends said Tiger wasn't living a double life, a triple life. He was living six or seven full lives. Dude, and it, it just, was... the chickens came home to roost. And it was, it, the sad part for me was just seeing his body break down. Yeah. By the way, fifth back surgery, he's having a micro dissectomy. I've had three of them. And it, it makes sense for doing the same shot. And like, you're, I was thinking like, 
one side of his body must be like way stronger than the other because you're just doing the same motion in one you know uh, it's it's so much torque on your like oh i just was watching it the whole thing and i'm like this guy is an animal all the way around like just i couldn't i was i was speechless i had to watch i couldn't stop watching it i mean you got to separate the art from the artist a little bit, right? What he did for golf is immeasurable. He made golf right. cool. Right. When we were very, very young, golf was not cool. And it's right. hard to say that because Tiger has been such a big part of our lives as we were growing up. But yeah, like right when we were 9, 10, 11, golf became cool because of Tiger. Before that, I was like, who's watching golf? No, you're right. And and he's changed the game. And you, How- yeah. Yeah. Have you ever met him? No. How's your no. golf game? I, my golf game, I get by. I just need longer clubs. Otherwise, I think if I had longer clubs, I'd be better. But I always play with shorter clubs and start whiffing the ball. And then the, that's when the beers really start cracking. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't meet this guy. I really am glad. I think it wouldn't have been a good combination if I met Tiger. Just that's my point of view. Gee whiz. Uh, we'll never say never. Maybe you do meet him at one point. I'm sure, like, I, I, I mean, I don't know the guy. It looks like he's matured a little bit. Uh, he's got a couple of kids. He's, <laughs> nah, like, I, not the, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop talking. Hey, Rob, wouldn't you know it? Give or take a game or two. We are at the midpoint of the season. An excellent time to have uh, – midterm grades with Stephen Carr. But first, with a new year comes tons of new big games in sports, Rob. You know what you need with a big game? What do we do? What do we need? We need big stakes, pal. Ho, ho! Big stakes. Visit uh, KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. Save up to $25 on combos. Perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with code BLEAV. B-L-E-A-V at checkout. You know what they got for you? What do they at, got uh, at KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day? Mini beef Wellington steak oh. burger sliders. Mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders. Let me say that again. Mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders. <laughs> mac and cheese melts. Mm. Shrimp wrapped bacon. Ba- bacon wrapping the shrimp. You get it. Dude, there's honestly... There is nothing better than eating a good steak, bro. Nothing better than eating a good steak. Oh, do you do horseradish on the side too? Dude, give me all the sides, pal. Oh, the sides. No butter. Oh, truffle butter. Oh, my God. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash game day. Use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V at checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. Hey guys, it's a new year and every day is a fresh start for you to just live. Travis Pastrana here to tell you exactly why I teamed up with Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, and Paul Rodriguez to launch our new wellness brand, Just Live. As professional athletes, we put ourselves through a lot, physically and mentally. So we found a Just Live around all-natural, THC-free CBD products. Being from the East Coast, I was pretty skeptical about CBD products, but as an athlete, it's easy to see when something works. And when my dad was at wit's end, living in a fog of painkillers, severe lack of sleep, numerous surgeries later, I recommended he try CBD. It allowed him to get an extra couple hours of sleep, and it made all the difference to get my dad back on his feet. So don't go another day with pain, inflammation, or lack of sleep. I recommend trying Just Live today. These are products we fully trust and stand behind because we want you to be able to go out and just live. So get 20% off your order with code armchair at justlive.com. That's 20% off at justlive.com with the code armchair. What do you live for? Pleased to welcome back on Stephen Carr of Slipper Still Fits. Stephen, I don't think we've given you credit since it's happened, but uh, you correctly predicted the Ayayi triple-double back in, God, when did we do that? October? Uh, it was prior to the season. Yeah. So, yeah. Good on you. Do you feel like, do you feel vindicated? Do you feel like it should have happened before? I, I was talking about it. I wasn't the only one, um, but I was, me and I think Keith Ibanez mm-hmm. were like the two people who were on the Yai triple double train last year. We're like, I think it's going to happen before the end of his career. And by God, he did it. Do you think we see another one? Yes. Yes. Do you think so, really? Rob? Yeah, no, he's especially in our conference. 
if he plays enough, it all depends on how many minutes he gets. I feel. You know. I, I wonder if Portland was so dejected by the uh, the fact that they gave up a triple double. I thought Portland would be the school that it would happen to. Too. Oh, you, you should have said that in October. <laughs> that would have been perfect. No. I mean, I, the, they're a team that would get up and down with Gonzaga and have enough possessions for that to actually happen. Right. Like right. San Diego and Pacific and all those schools, they're just going to muck it up and try to slow the game down. I just don't think there's enough time or possessions for him to, to do it again. We're, do, we're doing uh, – go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry. Nah, I just I, – I think he has – I think we might – I think he might have a shot. We're just scoring at such a high clip, man. And we're getting out these breaks on. I think he can. I really think he can do it. That'd My be money's wacky. on him. That'd be wacky. Another wacky thing is that it's just about halfway through the season, all things considered. So we're doing midterm grades. Does midterms give you guys anxiety just hearing Absolutely. midterms? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephen, Stephen, you have to you have to remember Rob as of like three months ago was still in school. <laughs> Man, uh, midterms suck. They suck. I never so really much. I never really stressed out about midterms. I think no, it was like neither, a fake finals, sure. Finals would get my attention, but midterms, half of the classes didn't even have them. You know? I'm, I'm I'm trying to swim, Jack, the whole time. I'm trying to keep my head above water the whole time. Midterms were the worst. Well, the <laughs> Zags are doing much more than just keeping their head above water. I was going to tell you this before the show, Steven and Rob, but I want to spring it on you now. So I wake up early this morning to do the homework that I sent you guys to give uh, the individual players grades. And I, it's, it's hard not to give everybody straight A's. Uh, so I pivoted a little bit. If you gave grades, great. I'd love to hear them. But what I did instead was uh, set expectations for the second half of the season. See what I want. Uh, um, I set bars for the guys that I'd mm-hmm. like to see. Steven's pissed because he's like, dude, I just spent like 45 minutes giving grades. I spent a good 10 minutes on this last <laughs> Uh Before we get into it, Steven, as I mentioned, it's been a while. What's your... What's your grade overall first half of the season? Well, it's got to be an A, right? Yeah, yeah. it I can't mean, not be an A. It can't not be an A. They came out and kind of beat the crap out of every single good team that they played. So I know, and it makes it makes for really boring podcasting. If <laughs> it really does, it really does. And if uh, if there was one critique you had overall on the team, it would be see how we make you be the bad guy. Uh, Three point <clears throat> shooting. Yeah. I mean, outside of Kispert, it's, it's just so inconsistent. Like, you'll have games. Obviously, you saw Jalen Suggs had a game where he hit seven. Ayayi's had a game or two where he's hit a, a couple. Um, but Nemhard's all over the place. Aaron Cook is all over the place. They're just – it's just inconsistent. It's not bad. It's just inconsistent. You're right. And sometimes it's flat out bad. It stinks. And the deodorant is that we score anyway. So you can't even tell. Like, we had 53 points first half against Portland. Zero threes. And the nice thing, I don't know if you guys saw Iowa lost again last night because they mm-hmm. were like five for 30 from deep. But that's the same thing that happened against Gonzaga. Gonzaga is not like that. If they don't shoot threes well, they can still win a game by a lot. By a lot. Just because of the way that they play. They're not reliant on the three-point shot, which is kind of interesting considering that basketball is so reliant on three-pointers these days. That's the thing. We've said that before. Outside of moving up and down quickly and scoring a lot of points – Gonzaga doesn't really have one strength that teams can just take away. And scoring a lot of points is super ambiguous, right? You can't just say, okay, we're going to stop them from scoring points. Uh, You know, if we were a pretty good to average three-point shooting team, our front line is as good as just about anybody. Uh, You know, you tell us how to score, and we're going to score. So, yeah, if you take one thing away. Rob, overall, what would be your your negative? My negative of the team? (sighs) Dude, there's I really can't find an Achilles heel with this team. I guess you're three point, but looking overall, man, we've played every style of basketball, and we've already gone over this a hundred times, but we've played every style of basketball you can think of. Fast, slow, big, small, you know. I really don't see like any cracks in this dam. I I don't know. I, it's really hard to. We have the depth 
like what uh, what else is there? I it's hard for me not to say this is a national championship team. Maybe boys, our weakness is that we're too strong. <laughs> How about that? Maybe our weakness is our pride that we know we're sick. I mean, I, I'm I'm just grabbing a straws here. It, 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 it's just hard, man, because look, like literally, I cannot think of a pro- like we have battled every style and we've seen everything. So, and we're still undefeated. Like I think I think the only game style whatever that we haven't had to deal with is if Drew Timmy picks up two fouls in the first six minutes of the game. Right. That's and, it. Yeah, that's, and we've that's we a haven't fair, had to see that yet. And he's and, been good he, at not picking up fouls, which has been awesome for him. We've and had I, other players do that, and we've had to just mix and match and, and figure it out. But yeah, Timmy's kind of the one that that would be a. But he's getting smart enough now where he knows he can't he can't give up a, a foul like that. So, really, I think our biggest weakness maybe is ourselves and. And we talk about it all the time. It, we, if we lose complacency, then we're done. Yeah, that That's would be – I mean, for certainly in the WCC, if we lose a game, it's just because we don't give a shit. Right. Right? Right. There's no, no other that, explanation. There is nothing else to talk about. Like, we, it's basically – if we lose a game, that's basically on us. That's it. You know? If you're listening at home, it's, an, it's, a, it's a tough exercise. Try to pick out one negative of the season so far. It could be anything. I don't care what it is. It could be something administrative. I don't know. Steven, Wait, go ahead. I was going to say, we were even, what was it? Who were we down by? Who were West we down Vir- to? West Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> and that was a grinded out, nasty, ugly game. And we were down, what, 10 the most? And we came back? Yep. Like... What else can what else can you ask? Where we dealt with adversity? Um, what was what was, I'm interested? What was Stephen Carr's experience watching the West Virginia game? Uh, well, I was terrified when Suggs went down, like everybody yeah. else. A- immediate oh, yeah. Achilles. Immediate, yes. Well, but the thing that sucked was for us as fans, we're like, we finally got this guy. We're going to see him for two and a half games, and then we're never going to see him again. Yeah, and then he's not gonna only be- does that suck for us, but that sucks for him. Like he was supposed to have like a really cool college, at least a one-year college career. So it just felt like it sucked for everybody. And then he would go um, on to have this prolific NBA career, and we could always claim him as a zag, but we we feel dirty. The Kyrie, it's like the he's Kyrie. not really a zag. Kyrie, Kyrie to Duke, exactly. Um, but yeah, when when they when they came back and they're grinding back, it was just. It was good to see. I think it was that point where you're like, okay, this team's got some poise and some yeah. moxie, and it's it's got something to it. And it showed up in the form of Andrew Nemhard, in my opinion, big time in yep, that game. Absolutely. That's going to come up later in my grades, which aren't really grades. Um, it's like, do you guys did you did you guys have any friends that went to hippie schools that don't have grades? I heard about these schools. I think, what, the I think side? isn't it the West Side, the Evergreen College or whatever? Evergreen State, the Gooey Ducks. They don't have grades. You, I think you give yourself whatever grade you think you deserve kind of thing. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't what know. That... I don't know. I mean, obviously, if you're terrible, I think the professors have the opportunity to say, hey, man, like, I need a little bit more out of you here. But so correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the students dictate their own grades, which you can make the argument you do that anyway. Here's my question with that, Jack. What are you striving for when you make up your own grades? I don't know. I don't. Dude, I, I, don't I don't know. know. I, I'm just asking. Like, I'm where on, do you, where do I'm you on, go from there? Well, when when your class is filled with straight A students, like the Zags are right now, I mean, what else can you do? So that's mm. I'm I'm a professor at Evergreen State today, boys. Um, I'm guessing if you guys have hard grades, Rob's gonna tiptoe around because Rob hates being negative to the guys. That's just players. No, I don't think. I just don't. I, the only one I can think of that i would well let's let's, let's 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 go let's get rolling man let's start with these kids quiet right now <laughs> uh steven carr your cory kispert grade he's the only one i gave an a plus to oh wow okay oh he got like a wow. straight up a plus not just an a but an a plus of course okay. the golden child gets an a plus so get so here's the thing i don't know if you guys can think of one you tell me i have never seen a player have a larger jump between like junior and senior years when he was already a good player as a junior. 
You know, Slim brought up the same point, and Rob and I are both, I guess we're just not surprised to see the jump, but when you look at the numbers, they are glaring. But, you know, the first few years Corey was in the program, you always knew, like, okay, this guy just keeps getting better and better and better. So that, yeah, he did make a jump junior and senior year, but we're not, maybe we're not surprised by it. Maybe we don't appreciate it as much as we should. You know, because I thought he's been the golden goose since freshman year when he was playing, what? like 18 minutes a game coming off the bench. Uh, so maybe that's it. Maybe he's not getting the credit that is due to him, but I mean, he's getting a lot of credit. So Rob. Yeah, I'd give him an a for sure. Just the way he's showing leadership and this is his team. And uh, you know, I can't, I'm trying to think of guys who've made that huge jump. Adam was similar going into his junior year, obviously scored 28 points, but no, man, he's just, he's all around. He's what you want as a senior. And I, that's, it's really cool to see that how he's leading this team. So a plus, I didn't want to give him, I don't give pluses. Okay. 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 I don't do the pluses. Here's my deal. Corey's currently averaging 21 or excuse me, 20.1 points per game. 59.3 shooting percentage, 48.9 for three. That is wacky. 48.9 from three, 88.6 free throws. He could be a 60, 50, 90 guy. That's incredible. That's my goal for Corey. End of the season. I don't care about the tournament. Obviously, competition is going to get tougher. But if he can be a 60, 50, 90 guy, (laughs) well played. Well done, Corey. I wonder how often that's been done. Is there any I don't way, know if it has ever been done. Is there any way you think that he could win National Player of the Year over Garza? I yeah, if Iowa keeps losing, sure, right? I mean, what do you think? Oh, well, if he gets the 60-50-90 Six, and Iowa drops a couple more games, it's very possible. 60-50-90 is jaw-dropping. It's, it's insane. unbelievable. I don't think anybody's I'm thinking about it, nobody's gotten that. On high There's volume, no, too. Yes. Like it's not like yeah, he's exactly. taking four or five shots a game. Right, 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 right. Um, okay, so glowing reviews for Corey. Jalen Suggs. <laughs> Oof. Rob, you want to go first? I, I, yeah, say, that's what I'm saying. It's hard not to. I, I would say give him an A. I'd give him an A for the fact that, um, dude, he, he came in. He had a lot of pressure to perform, and he's he's – He's a diamond, man. That pressure made a diamond for sure. Like not busting he, pipes, not, not busting, busting pipes. pipes over there, you know. And he's he's he stepped up to the plate when we needed him, and he's made great plays throughout the whole season. And you can see he's not like he's not. You can tell that he's not thinking about the NBA right now. He, or from my perspective, it looks like he's just focused on what he, we need to do at right now. He's, he's got a maturity to him that freshmen are not supposed to have. And he's, he's actually really, really willing to learn, too, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy combination. Coming in, being supremely confident, and also being coachable. Usually, it's kind of one or the other, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, is that, is that a standard A for you, Steven? Uh, I give him an A-. minus. Oh, just because oh, yes! A-, minus, just because sometimes he gets a little bit of a hair up his ass and turns it over. And he's also got this habit of fouling early in games and getting in foul trouble. That's literally the only reason it's an A minus over an A. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. That transitions perfect into my Jalen review. Uh, 14.3 <laughs> points per game, uh, 4.7 assists, 2.9 turnovers. I'd like to see a nice clean two to one assist to turnover ratio by the end of the season. It's a little turnover heavy right now. And again, you don't really notice it because we're up 15 to 30 points, you know, at certain points of the game. So, uh, but yeah, Steven's right. He gets a little, a little crazy pass happy and rightfully so, because his passes are incredible. I'd like to see a nice clean two to one assist to turnover ratio out of Jalen. Joel Ayayi, Steven. Um, I also gave him an A minus. He does it all, obviously, and uh, he just – he looks like he's so calm all the time. Like, he's never out of control at any point. Yeah, he's cool as a cucumber, pal. The only reason it's an A-minus is because he's a 
really inconsistent three-point shooter. That's it. Yeah, okay. That's tough. That's tough. Rob? I would go with closer to the A- minus, just for the fact that sometimes he just wiles out a little bit for me, and I'm like, it'll be like a layup or like a pass, and I'm like, Joel, what the hell was that? But it, it's so rare now. And, like, you can see the improvement throughout the years. So it, I, I, you got to stay with the A. You have to stay with the A for this guy. Yeah, of course. Joel Iyayi, uh 12.7 points, 7.7 boards, 3.9 assists. My goal for him, one more triple-double. Yes, please. That'd be awesome. Timmy. Timmy, 18.3 points per game, 6.9 nice boards. Uh 2.1 assists. What do you think, Rob? What's your 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 heart? I'm going to ask Steve this question real quick. Do you think he's leaving this year? Because I had a huge argument with somebody, and do you think he's going to leave? I don't think he is. I think he comes back. Well, do you think he comes back? I think I think he tests, but yeah. then I think he comes back. Yeah. I think he. I think he's going to go. I honestly I think it's truly 50-50, but I I think he's there's obviously a lot of season to be played, so a lot of stuff can happen in the next, you know, 6 to 8 weeks. Agreed. Um dude, think but if- I, I think he I think he can you know, gain a lot by coming back for another season. That's just me. Our front line would be just stupid. It would be absolutely silly to watch, especially if everything works out how we think it's going to work out. I just I, I my argument is I don't see unless we lose and I'm knocking on wood unless we lose first round of the tournament I just don't see there is a reason for him to come back. So that's the other thing. If they win a national championship and all of these guys leave, power to them. Thank you very much. Yeah, right. you, you know totally, what I mean. You know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. If we win a natty, it's like any sport. Right. Yeah, it's like. Free agencies, free agents leave. Okay, cool. Whatever. We got a banner. Thanks for playing. Like, we've got that forever. Right. Uh, okay. Steven, your Timmy grade? Um, Rob, I gave him. I, my grade is an A. You okay. can't. How can right. you not? He's, we're talking about the guy going to the NBA. That's yeah. where, you yeah. know, like. I gave him an A as well. He's just, he's brutally efficient. Like, mm-hmm. just so efficient. It's crazy. My uh, my review is a little more superficial because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a superficial guy. 18.3. Oh, I already read these. Um, okay, so Corey has two WCC Player of the Year or Player of the Week awards. Joel has two. Jalen has one. Nemhard has one. Timmy has one. I need one more WCC Player of the Week out of Timmy. If you're rolling your eyes, I don't blame you. But uh, the, that's I easy lo- money. I love. You think so? Oh, yeah. I love the fact that these guys are just stacking WCC players of the week. Like, Corey's going to end up with four. It's, yes. it's bonkers. And Joel's going to have three. Over, under, one and a half for the rest of the league. This is a, just a – we're just in a oh, from here relationship. On out? From here on out, over, under, one and a half for the rest of the league. Of I, the think, I think over is the safe bet just because the offices in San Mateo are going to be like, we can't just keep – like, we have to – We. <laughs> I thought they were going to do that last week because we had two average games and they still gave it to Corey. I know. I know. And Jalen got another freshman of the year. Jalen's got like five uh, – freshman of the week, sorry. Um. Okay, Anton Watson, boys. This is a good one. This is an interesting one. This is, this is by far the hardest one. You think so? I think so. B minus. B minus. B, I'd give him a B. That I literally had B minus, crossed it out, and wrote B. Oh, you guys so, are tough. Rob and I I'm like, on the same page. You guys are good. Um, you know what? He's coming on strong, like uh, beginning, and I don't know if it was because he was fighting an illness or what at the beginning. Um, he just didn't seem aggressive enough. He. I need him to be more aggressive, which he has now kind of he's kind of looking like he's going and being more aggressive at the, at this point of the season, but I just want him to look for his own shot a little bit and uh not be so passive. Man, that's really for me. And, and him if 
you watched him at all at Gonzaga prep when he was in high school. Like he had this ridiculous offensive repertoire. Like he could shoot it. He had a middle turnaround right. range game. He could drive. And I, last year in the exhibition game, he had like 28, 26, 28 points, something like that. And we're like, okay, this kid's going to be something. And I, I don't know if that shoulder injury is just totally screwed with him or what, but as his offensive repertoire is just, it's basically gone. It's like lack of confidence. I just want him to have confidence. And and I know we're giving him a B right now, so he's probably like, like we're just ripping into his confidence as we speak. But at the same time, we want the best for him. And I think I think for everybody, we want him to just be more assertive at going to the wards the basket, using those skills. Cause he had like you said, he has it all. He just, I feel, needs to apply it now to his game. Like, just go and do it, man. But college is a different animal for sure, too. Anton, if you're listening, you should not care at all about our opinions. No, I'm but a jackass <laughs> talking out of the closet right now. Come on, man. Him on the defensive end, though, is good. Like, he is oh, in yeah. the right place at all times. His hands are there. He's super handsy, but he, go, he swipes up every time. He never swipes down, which is why he rarely gets called for fouls. I've been uh, accused. I've been accused of being super handsy. Oh, hey, oh, I guess you this is both, buddy. You and me both. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, B minus from Rob. B for Stephen. Uh, I was gonna go C plus just because of all those things. But again, like if you're grading on the curve, if you're comparing him to his teammates, like it's hard not to give him a C plus because I mean the bar is so damn high from all the NBA talent on the floor. And again, if he – so if the doomsday scenario happens and all these guys leave and go to the next level, all of a sudden Anton Watson is just the about man. the face – he's the face of the program. And, I mean, we need him to gain that confidence bit by bit, inch by inch. Uh, his career – yeah, career high. Season high, 23 at Portland this year. I'd like to see him eclipse that 23 points as we wrap up the season. I think that's an attainable goal. It would obviously happen during garbage time with him on the floor, with all the guys, with all the end of the bench guys. But if he can get 24, 25 points, that's a big check in the, in the confidence column, in my opinion. How about a game where he confidently hits two three-pointers? I don't think that's in the cards. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, really, I don't think that's an attainable goal for him because like you said, at G prep, he looked like a like a combo guard. Um, here he – that shoulder really has to be in his head when it comes to shooting, you'd think. I, I just don't think he – maybe he just hasn't – he hasn't taken enough shots or something. It just seems like a con- – he doesn't even look when he's outside the three to shoot that. So, yeah, I think it's all a confidence thing. He needs to rep that shit out, man, and just get it where he's – knocking down two to three threes a game next year. That's how I look. We're talking about next year for him, but I honestly think – I think he's an NBA player. He just doesn't know it yet. Andrew Nemhard, 9.1 points per game, three boards, four assists. Boys, Steven, you want to go? Uh, I gave him a B plus. Oh. He was um, – well, he's in a tough spot, right, because he – wasn't going to play at all this year. Yeah. And so when he first jumped in, I mean, he had very, very few reps with like the number ones and number twos. Cause he was basically playing scout team for the most yeah. part. Cause he wasn't expected to play at all. So he hadn't played a lot with these guys and for him to jump in and play as well as he have, how he has, has been um, pretty impressive. He's not a good three point shooter. Um, He's a great mid-range shooter, but he comes off those screens and hits those little free-throw line jumpers all the time, but he is not a great three-point shooter. Uh, but he's a master in ball screens, assist-to-turnover ratio is, I think, maybe the best in the WCC. Um, so what, what he's done stat, is What impressive. a stat you just pulled out of your ass right there. Way to go, Stephen Carr. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I'll, I'll go because it, it transitions perfectly into what I have to say. You say he's not a good three-point shooter, and you're right, he's not – but he's still 30.8 from beyond the arc. 30.8 is not atrocious. It's not good. Uh, My goal for him would be to inch closer and closer to that 33.3, one out of every three. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a good three-point shooter, but looking at the numbers, it's like, oh, 
I would have thought high 20s, you know, but he's he's on the right side of 30, 30.8. I'd like to see him uh, increase that to 33.3. Rob. But Jack, I, I, I love how you just setting goals for everybody else. Right. What's your goal, Jack? Ever, <laughs> to be a professor at Evergreen State University. Evergreen <laughs> State College, Evergreen State University. You're on your way, buddy. Yeah. You're yeah. on your way. Um, dude, I give him an A just on the way he's handled, you know, the maturity level of him coming over here. And like you said, not being, not expecting to play, but then coming in and playing and making a big difference. I think he's made a great difference and helped us with our depth. And yeah, he might not make the three, but he makes so many plays for other people. It's, it's great to see. And I, I, I have to give him an A just on that. If we don't have him and we had just Cook and Harris as the backup guards, we would not be undefeated. I Agreed. think we, we definitely lose to West Virginia because we were shell-shocked. And Nemhard yeah. kind of had that, that experience and leadership because he's, what, 21? Is he now? 20 sure. at least. 20? I think. Anyway, but he just – he was – I remember him being so such a calming presence in that West Virginia game. Uh, missed a couple of threes, sure, but he slashed around and and got it done. I that's a that's a good take, Stephen Carr, because I agree. Uh, okay, I have more, but we're moving on because I don't want to take up too much of Stephen's time. And Rob's kids are asleep, so we got to strike. No, uh, they're watching the pick of destiny. Oh, right the pick now, of destiny. Man. Okay, so Jack Black can only you know influence keep... my kids so long. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, two other teams other than Baylor that would have the best shot at beating GU in the tourney, Stephen Carr. There's going to be Stephen Carr rapid-fire questions. Sounds like you like Iowa. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Okay. No. No, that defense is just atrocious. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going Villanova and Michigan. Dude, how hot is Michigan right now? They are. Their only loss came because their starting guard, Eli Brooks, didn't play. Um, but when they're all healthy, they've got size, they've got depth, they've got balance. The recipe to beat Gonzaga, right? You've got to have a defense that can at least hold Gonzaga to high 70s, low 80s. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're playing like St. Mary's and you can limit the possessions, but mm-hmm. there aren't that many elite teams that do that anymore. Um, so you got to hold them high 70s, low 80s, which means you have to score into the 80s. And there's not that many teams that can do both of those things. I think Michigan is one of them because they've got enough scores, shooters, size. And then Villanova is the other just because the way that they play, they'll spread you out, five out, and shoot 35 or 43s. And if they get hot, I mean, they could score 90 or 100 and just outscore Gonzaga. So, plus their pedigree the last few years is enough yeah. for me to trust them. That matters too, especially in the tournament. Uh, how many losses do G, does GU have in the rest of the Power Five conferences? Let's start with the Big 12. The Big 12 is the only one that I'd say that they probably would have one, but it depends on what their schedule was. If they played okay. what Baylor's schedule was, let's the say first let's, five or six games. Yeah, let, let's, let's say they've played every team once at this point. They would probably have one loss. Okay. Care to venture who they would lose to? Probably Baylor. Baylor. If Baylor or Texas would be my two guesses. Well, Texas is good this year. Texas is good. Texas is good. They're inconsistent scoring, but they they can shut at least slow down Gonzaga. Should I even go through the rest of the conferences? Because you're gonna no. say zero. Yeah. I'd probably say zero to all of them except maybe the Big Ten. If they paid Michigan on the road, that might have been a loss. Okay. No, but I say one loss in the SEC. The Dude. SEC is just just maybe a Tennessee. Or something like the just some random athletic team that you know might have a good shooting night. Alabama would hit like, you know, like just this. I think the SEC is just so athletic that on a given night, if you have a poor shooting night or something, anybody could win, really. Uh, Steven, finally, I think you're the guy to ask. Rob and I are definitely not the guys to ask. You're all WCC team, excluding Gonzaga players. The first four were easy for me. The fifth was a little harder. Um, Alex Barcelo from BYU, Tommy Cousy from St. Mary's, and then uh, Colby Ross and Kessler Edwards from Pepperdine. The fifth, I went back and forth. I already have four guards or three guards on there, so I didn't want to put a fourth guard just because 
that's a lot of guards. Even though WCC always has a lot of really, really good guards. Um, so I went Eli Scott from LMU. I think he leads the league in rebounding. He's like 16 points, eight rebounds. He does it all for them. Uh, Might have been a first-teamer last year, too. Um, so that's my fifth guy. Here we go, Lians. Finally, uh, one more question. Over, under... Point five losses for Gonzaga the rest of the way, tournament included. Under. I as soon as it. they got Nemhart eligible and yeah. they beat West Virginia, I thought they would go undefeated and win the championship. It really is a coin flip at this point to say Gonzaga is going to go undefeated or not go undefeated, which is insane and maybe silly or stupid to say. But I think it's true. I think it's like a 50-50 proposition. I think Vegas would have it like minus 110. They wouldn't. You could probably get it on the plus side. BetOnline.ag. Check it out. <laughs> but but yeah. Anyway, Stephen Carr, uh, what's your dog's name? Loki. You hear him in the background a little bit? I, I could hear him in the background yep, a little sorry bit. Sorry about that. No, not at all. Not at all. We like a little jazz. Stephen Carr, uh, how do the people follow you on social media? You can follow me at scargo. The O in Escargo is a zero because somebody has the regular Escargo handle tweeted one time, and that's I can't get the handle from them. I just oh. I just put that together. You saying that out loud? I had never really understood it. Yeah, Escargo. So when I was in high school, I was playing uh, my freshman year, and my math teacher, my random algebra teacher, who's uh, like eighty years old at the time, he actually passed away last year. He's one of my favorite teachers ever. R.I.P. Um, but he was at one of my freshman games and I hit a three to put us ahead with like five seconds left. And you saw me in class the next day and he just came up with S car go. And so I just stuck with that for like the rest of my life. I think That's I thought brilliant. it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, S car go on Twitter. Uh, he's got all the, the zag facts that you need. Steven, we appreciate your time, buddy. You got it. Thanks bro. What do you got Rob? Happiness is not a goal. It is a product. From the corner, and it's over! Gonzaga, the flipper still fits! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.